everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today, Harper's trying to pop me, we're recording Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 117, April the 23rd of 1994. We're still in Anderson County High School in Clinton, Tennessee, and Doc, I am fucking hot. Uh Uh-oh. What did Sasha do now? So we cut that patron episode a couple weeks back about when it starts to get a little cool in the area and by cool doc tell the people what you mean by 57 55 it's been you know real nice outside is what i would say well besides all the rain we've been getting lately it's it's the temperatures is is much better than the hundreds that we deal it's with it's within the realm of possibility that as we record this on october 19th it could have been 93 degrees for a high today instead it's going to be like 60 man that's blessed that's blessed that's blessed so i bet you that women our women will respond by cranking the heat pulling out the pumpkin spice and just being annoying as all fuck so yesterday was October the 18th. The high temperature got up to about 66 in the area. Oh, oh man, fuck. it was so great. I went to pick up one of the kids from school in the afternoon. I come back from picking a kid up, walk in the house. I'm like 77 degrees. It's fucking hot in here, man. What the hell is going on? Am I getting sick? That's the first thing I always think. <laughs> man, what I'm the not feeling on? I walk in the kitchen, I'm like it's fucking hot in here. You know, are you hot? Oh no, it no. feels good. No, I said you turned the heater on, didn't you? She uh, waited. For I just, I just turned it up a little. Food. I go over to the thermostat. Now it's again, on eighty, Doc. 80. Doc, it was Is it sixty. No, it was sixty-six outside. Which yeah, yeah, that's almost room temperature. You could crack the window. Which sixty-six means. You know how it's generally a little warmer in the house. You got humans moving around. It, you know, heat kind of pulls. Electronics and just yeah, I got yes. you. So it was, it was probably before she turned it on about seventy two in the house. Well, that's, oh, comfortable that's perfect. Me. That's where I roll. I like seventy two because I'm cheap, but it's also super duper comfortable. So this bitch turns the fucking heat on and puts that shit on seventy six. God, it's sixty six. Motherfucking degrees outside, bro. Man, if it's seventy six degrees in my house, I am ready to Benoit. I mean, that's I, just... <laughs> I cut a promo. You're sweating at that point. I can't even describe the, and the worst part about it, when you do that in the winter time, at least I can walk outside and fucking cool off. Yeah, it's only sixty six outside. So when I walk outside, especially sixty six right now, it's hot. You know, hot in a way that it's it's muggy out there because it's been raining. So that ain't doing nothing for me. I, I just wanted to I, I wanted to take ice. I, I was so hot. Anyway, broads turning on the heat when it's sixty six degrees. Yeah, I mean that. that that should be a criminal offense, bro. Criminal offense, criminal, just criminal. 
Uh, but anyway, we'll get into this show. We are still in Anderson County High School in Clinton, Tennessee. Um, it is April the 23rd of 1994 that this aired. Les and Bob open up the show. The Beat the Champ TV title match will be Bruiser Bedlam versus our friend Bobby Blaze on this mm. week's episode of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Yes, Bobby. Um, or Bobby. You got any thoughts on the opening, Doc? Anything? It was nothing you know, much there. What, just one quick thing. You notice uh, Dutch used to change between uh, tapings. Les just rolled out the same clothes. He don't give two shits. Hawker, yeah, what do you have? It. Anything? <laughs> well, I, well, he could hear Les go, well, I, I, Jimmy, I just brought one pair of uh, everything. Is that going to be a problem? Well, Harper doesn't care because I think now he he wears the same jacket and shoes and pants every. Yeah, show, I wear the same he? shit every time. Fuck it. <laughs> you change clothes. I'm not changing shit. Uh, y'all gotta go to Harper's Instagram. He well, by the time this airs, it'll be weeks ago. But he posted a picture of himself and his two Christian athletes. It was beautiful. Mm. <laughs> Edger and Stone and Kojak Sly. Good God. Oh, the white man's still telling the black man what to do. That's nice, Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> <Asshole>. smart. <laughs> All right, we go to the first match. It's the Dark Secret and Killer Kyle versus the Rock and Roll Express. Les and Bob are true professionals, so both are good at what they do, but I sure do miss Dutch. That's all I had. Uh, rock and Roll win when they hit Dark Secret with a double drop kick. Harper, you got anything from this? No. Yeah, just, hmm. Yeah. Well, I I, you know, I well, the crowd is into it though. That's a big crowd. This is a big town, and the crowd is hot for the R and R, like it's nineteen eighty seven, pal. I guess. Yeah, they, I mean, hey, they are. They're you, into did, it. Did you hear Coddle say we're going to hear from Dutch today? Oh, well, yeah. speaking of which, well done has been trying to get promo time. Well, yeah, they try to get a little. What, what were you about to say, Doc? I'm I'm okay if they don't. Well, uh, what I was about to say was they're trying to get promo time again on this episode, and they 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 butt in right here. But then Bob Cottle's like, "No, no, 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 we got to go to Dutch Mantel." So uh, Dutch is on a beach in what they say is a South American country. But let's hit play. Here it is. All right, fans. Earlier we told you that the mystery's going to be solved. Wait a minute. We got something to say. Last week we got something to say. We got something to say. No, no, you guys aren't scheduled. You got to be scheduled. You're not scheduled to be out here. You got to be scheduled. I want you to see that tape from Dutch Mantel in South America. Let's watch it right here, fans. Don't you turn it off? What are you doing? Come on. You got to get. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Down and Dirty with Dutch. You may have noticed I'm not on the Smoky Mountain telecast today and you know there's a there's a reason for that because uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to get to it in a minute I'm, I'm what I'm what I did I'm in a South American country and I'd like to I'd like to tell you where I am but I can't because some people who are trying to find me uh, they watch television too and if I told you where I was then you know then they they'd know where I am and then they may may come and see me you know it was a it's a deal where uh, I got some late-night phone calls and you know some some bad-looking people started following me around, and I just thought maybe it'd be maybe beneficial to my health. Maybe if I just left uh, 
left the continental United States. And I know a lot of people worried about me. I know Bob Collar, you're worried about me and uh, some other people there in Smoky Mountain. Rest assured then that I'm okay. I got some good neighbors here. Robert Vesco is one of my one of my neighbors and uh, I've talked to him quite a bit and you know he sort of tried to smarten me up about some things going on in the international community. Uh, but uh, I'm not there. I hope to be back soon. So fans, don't worry about me. I will be okay, and I will be back, uh, be back shortly. Uh, what? Uh-oh. What? I see. Wait, wait, wait a minute. This is, these are my bodyguards, pa Paco and and Julio. Oh, no, Julio, Julio. Uh, Julio, what is hey. it? What? Uh, I see somebody. Where? there, and we have. Okay, okay, fans. My bodyguards have spotted some people. We got to go. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'll talk to you later. All right, Doc, what you got from our buddy Dutch right here, who uh, I believe this is his last showing. This is the last ride, pal. Oh, no. Yep. This is it. Right off into the sunset. Um, I thought it was a little goofy, actually. Yeah, it is goofy. Yeah. Like what he calls Julio Julio. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. You know who Robert Vesco is? No. God, thank God Harper doesn't know, because I don't know either. He was a fugitive financier who fled to Costa Rica in, the, in 73, but he was also somehow, and I read about this a couple of nights ago, but I was pretty hammered, um, tied to Nixon back in the early 70s. So he was a fairly well-known criminal, but Dutch was rolling up <laughs> things that were 20 years old that he was yeah. hanging out with a 20-year-old <laughs> fugitive, 20-year fugitive down there. That's actually awesome that Dutch did that. If you think about Dutch it, Dutch is smart, dude. Yeah, like he bring because I mean, he, like if if I mean I didn't know who it was, and I'm sure it flew over most people's head. But for him yes. to bring that up and and say that, like for people who did look, it's like oh shit, um, okay, he's not just making shit up. He's actually doing a little research behind it, or just has that information and knows about it. Uh, it is goofy, you know. He talks about Paco and Julio, and then Julio <laughs> says, "No, it's Julio." Um, but they got to run because Dutch is about to, you know, they think whoever's got the hit out on Dutch is about to arrest them. But that's Dutch's last ride, and that's it, man. It's a sad day, if you ask me, in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Um, Harper, anything you had? Why are they chasing him? I, I mean, do you want to answer the question, Doc? I, this this isn't really, that's not the story. The story is they just needed a reason to get him off of TV because he had left. Yeah, like, what's the reason? They, There's no, there is no reason. Okay. What it was was he he went down to Puerto Rico to start booking and he, right. he wasn't going to be working in Smoky Mountain anymore. So I I think what Jim told us Doc that time was he just had to, he had to find he had to get a reason quickly to get him off a of TV, and that's what they came up with. I believe was the story. He fled he fled the country. Yeah. When in yes. reality he's in he's in Puerto Rico booking wrestling. Yeah. So, uh, but it, again, a weird. Where it's seen, unfortunately, you know, Dutch didn't have a better send-off, but uh, it is what it is. He, I'm sure they were paying him more money than he was making with uh, Cornette. And Jimmy said he didn't, he wasn't mad about it. He just was one of those things. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, though, Dutch is gone, and we, he will be missed. So, R.I.P. Dutch, pour out a little Hennessy for Dutch. Actually, not Hennessy, what? that stuff's too expensive. Uh, pour out a little Mad Dog 2020 or Thunderbird, the cheap shit. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else from Dutch there, Doc? No. Bye, Dutch. Well, this is let's it. Keep, End of an let's, era. End of an era. You ain't lying. Let's keep it going. We got Bob Armstrong. 
And he's got something he's got to say. Here it is. Fans, at the beginning of the program, we told you this man right here, Commissioner Bob Armstrong, had a very special announcement during this hour. Commissioner? That's exactly right, and I've had a thousand phone calls about the Volunteer Slam this year, and I'm here to announce that it'll be held on May the 20th in Knoxville. Oh, tremendous. Right, and we've talked to a major wrestling star who's coming in to try to take Dirty White Boy's title. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag and give you his name, but everybody will know him, and when we finalize this contract, I'll be talking more to you about it. That's on May the 20th. Now, on a personal note, James Cornette has had me barred from wrestling. Yep. And I'll tell you this, my heart's in the ring right there, and there's nothing I'd like better than to get back in the ring with Bruiser Bedlam and be a little more ready for him this time. He says he can whip anybody. Obviously, he hadn't been to the Smoky Mountain area very long, and he don't, he don't realize that Smoky Mountain men don't lay down and roll over and play dead. Well, I'm going to tell you this. On May the 20th, since Jim Cornette has brought in all his friends, all he has to do is call his mama, come up with a big check, and bring in a major wrestling star anytime he wants to. Well, I've got friends too, brother, and they're not jerks like you are. And on May the 20th, I've got a special friend coming in to take care of Bruiser Bedlam, and I'm going to be in his corner. And I'll tell you who that man is. He's none other than the macho man himself, Randy Sanders. They say a picture's worth a thousand words. So if we'll just take a look right now, I'll show you what the Macho Man is all about. All right, watch it, fans. Um, Hopper, your thoughts when you first heard this when you were watching that's it? A, that's a big deal, man. That's a huge deal. That's a huge fucking deal. You got a WrestleMania oh. main eventer. Yeah. Coming to work your fucking territory. Yes. And he's not fucking uh, 60 years old. That's an even better point. It's not right. an old... It's not, it's not I mean... Like, it's not like having it's, Dory Funk show up and, you know? Well, as good as Terry is and as good as Dick Murdoch is, right. this is... Macho was younger than them at that time. Yes. Uh, um, Doc, your thoughts? Man... So, lost in that is that he's also got a big name that's going to face Dirty White Boy soon. And he's right about that, too. Man, Macho was at the end. I mean, he's still, he's in the last year of his WWF run. And this is where they're trying to, like, Vince is trying to say he's too old to wrestle and all that shit. So, I mean, Harper's right. This is no joke. Yeah, this is a big deal. You could argue depending on how you want to talk about this, and I won't spoiler it up, that this will be the biggest name to come in and wrestle here. There's two other ones on my mind later, but it's huge. It's just so big. This I mean, is a think it, big The deal, only other man. bigger people would be like Hogan, you know, from a WWE would be like Hogan or like Bret Hart in 94. Man, I'd say he's bigger than Bret Hart. Right. And Shawn Michaels is still just, he's still the IC champion. He's still kind of doing that shit with, 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 uh, with his mullet growing. I mean, at this point in time, the only name, probably the Man. only name that I think would be bigger than that would be like Rick or Rick right. Hogan, Blair. Roddy Piper. Yeah, Roddy Piper. Uh, we might be at the end of the list because you got to yeah. remember back That's then, it. Macho had that Slim Jim commercial rolling, pal. 
Yeah. That was It was actually right around this time. Right. That that snap it to a subject. No, I I mean le- legitimately there's probably only 3 to 4 other people that are bigger that would be considered bigger by this point in 94. I don't think you that list ain't long. So the fact that you got one of the top 3 to 4 people to come in is it's pretty fucking major. Yeah. It's a big fucking deal. That must have sucked when you think about it being that big and you know working these big like major arenas and and now you're just kind of fucking around with this shit. You know what I mean? You talking about for Macho? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's in a high he's he's in like a high school gym. Yeah, but shit. I mean WWF was working. They, they that's some WWF was still doing high school gyms too. Yeah, they sure it's, were. It's, Not the Macho Man, though. No. I don't know, bro. Mm, this was this was the global downturn. I think everybody was doing anything they could do. Yeah, bro. This is, everybody was trying to hold on right here. Yeah. Yeah, I I think they I think they were Hopper. I think they were. I, but I don't think it sucks. I, I like from Macho's point of view. I don't think it sucks, but. And I heard he was like this, like the consummate professional coming in. That's right. Down. What do you need me to do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But still a big name. All right. Anything, yeah. any, anything else um, about Macho? Uh, well, I want to know more about Macho. Can we learn more about Macho? Yeah. I never heard of him. I want to see this. this do you have some sort of something you could play me just a few seconds of so that I could get a feel for what we're going to get here? You don't have to play the whole thing. I just need a little bit. You talking about when they went to the music video? Yeah. Yeah. That shit got me hype. It got me ready. Hold on. Give me a second. Let me I I it went already went ahead. Hold on. Oh you here it is. The tower of power, too sweet to be sour, funky like a monkey. Ooh yeah. What up, what up, what up? Make it jump. Yo, 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 yo. It's BM News. Stand back. All right, we had enough yet? So you know what that is? I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly what that is. Belfit what is it? What is it? That is what. White people think black people sound like. <laughs> Soaring with the eagles and slithering with the snakes. I've been everywhere in between. I am your friend. I am the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Speaking from the heart, it's the Macho Man. Talking to you right now. Let's rock. Dig it, dig it. Freak out, freak out. Oh, yeah. This is the way it is. All right, all right. <laughs> Enough of that. All right. <laughs> I don't know what else to say at this point. Okay, that sounds like it, dude. That sounds like those those old like McDonald's commercials, where they show like the black kid like playing basketball and and they're all kind of hanging out, and then they start handing out Big Macs and shit. Jesus Christ, it does. It does sound like it. Yeah, and then and then then all of a sudden they fucking turn around and fucking Michael Jordan's right there. Hey, yeah. That just randomly happens, right? Yeah, right. Jordan. Uh, all right. So, uh, Doc, Doc, any other thoughts? 
I'm going to tell you this, and it's not going to happen, so I can go ahead and say it. I would have preferred, because just from a selfish level, just to watch it happen, I would have preferred to see Macho come in and face Dirty White Boy. Because I think that would have been fun. That would have been real fun. That would have been damn good. Okay, so let's let's keep going. Uh, we got, after they show the music video, Bob Armstrong comes back and uh, Corny interrupts him. Here it is. You know what, Bob? What's so good about all this is finally, Macho Man's going to have a manager, me. And James E. Cornette, every time he tries any of the funny stuff, I'll be there so if he sticks his nose in, I can bite it right off. Macho Man's going to take care of that bruiser bedlam because he knows how to get the job done. Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. Here's Cornette and What are you trying to pull, Armstrong, huh? What are you trying to pull? You've got no business bringing Randy Savage into Smoky Mountain Wrestling. You've got no business bringing somebody like that in to get in a ring with the bruiser. What are you trying to pull anyway? You're what are you tell you this. Let me just say this. On May the 20th, we'll find out who really is the Macho Man. Oh, yeah! No! He's going to tear his head off! Randy Savage or nobody else can stand up to Bruiser Bedlam! He'll tear his stinking head off! That's a promise! Let's get out of here, Bruiser! All right, fans, we're going to be back. Don't go away. We got more action coming your way right after this. That's pretty awesome, Doc. What did you have? Man, Bob Armstrong and Macho Man Randy Savage together. Corny's in trouble again. Corny, Corny was on top last week because he got the injunction. Now there's this. It sounds like a dream. Like, dude, I had this dream that, that the Macho Man showed up at fucking Smoky Mountain Wrestling and Bullet Bob was his fucking manager. This ought to sell out. Does it? I don't know. All right. Does it? Bruiser Bedlam. I don't know. We'll have, we'll have to wait and see. Bruiser Bedlam versus Bobby Blaze is up next. Uh, I don't have a lot of notes. Bobby looked good making his comeback, but then Bobby goes for a move off the top rope. Bedlam catches Bobby coming off the top rope and then puts the stomach claw on Bobby. Bedlam wins. Uh, Bedlam doesn't want to break the claw again, so Smothers hits the ring and the heels powder out, which leads to, uh, to the corny promo uh, we're about to play in a second. Doc, thoughts on everything that happened in that match or anything that you want to talk about there? Well, Bobby's wearing pants now instead of shorts. What? Hello? Hey. Yeah, that's Harper's phone. It must be work calling him. Um, We should ask Bobby how weak the stomach claw is as a move. Well, I talked about... When I saw Bobby last year for uh, uh, a WrestleCade, he says he still has stomach pains for this shit. Oh, no. Yeah, and he does. I hope he's okay. We should set up a a GoFundMe. Those fucking hot dogs she was probably eating. Mm. <laughs> Offer said Bobby was eating hot dogs when when he walked up to him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Harper, how you doing? What's up, man? Harper, <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on this match though with Bedlam and Bobby? No, just it's it's just I want to see Bobby start winning. Uh, it's coming. Wait, wait till ninety five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, I know it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Uh, I mean, he he technically won. He was a beat the champ title, but uh, his big gold is it's coming. Uh, Bobby's got a little. Bobby's got a little run here. I mean, it's you know, it ain't dirty white boy esque, but uh, he's got to run. So, all right, let's go to pro. Let's go to Corny and Bedlam. Uh, this is after what just went down, and um, when Smothers chased them out the ring. Here it is. Right now, Bob Cottle is going to talk with... This is it! This is it! I've had enough! I 
I've had enough of this stinking interference around Smoky Mountain Wrestling. I've had enough of everybody banding together. It's Bob Armstrong, the Rock and Roll Express, Smothers. They all band together first against the Heavenly Bodies, now against Bruiser Bedlam. They can't fight one-on-one. -on -one. Everybody's got to take sides. All right, here, here comes Tracy Smothers now. Tracy? Ain't nobody banding together, Cornette. I'm standing out here all by my lonesome, man. There ain't no frog in my pocket. You see that right now. I'll say this, you outdid yourself. Your man right here has done a lot of damage. Bruiser Bedlam, yeah. Who is this hillbilly punk? My name's Tracy Smothers. I'm the wild-eyed southern boy, big man. Get used to it. Hey, hey, this ain't the ducks of Detroit, and this ain't the streets. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and this is the South, and by God, I represent it. Hey, hey, hey. It's a big bad man. Why don't you put that TV title up next week against me, man? Bring that stuff to me. You're not the only one left to fight. You, you want to get in the ring with the bruiser? You want to come to my nightmare, brother? You got it. You got it. Next week, we'll do it in the ring, and he'll tear your stinking head off. What are you, a scab? He's a scab, bruiser. Yeah, you pillbilly scab. I'll bust you in half, you punk. You're a scab. You ain't nothing, punk. Next week, Smothers. Next week, Smothers. Tracy, they said next week. Next week, you got it right here. You got it. Next week, the South is going to rise again. Cornet and Bruiser. All right, fans. We'll be back right after this. Bruh, I got to ask you all a question. When Bedlam uh, says... When Bedlam says, who is this hillbilly punk? And Smothers says, my name is Tracy Smothers, and you better get used to it, punk. Those fucking people went crazy. That's right. It was funny. Uh, what, do you, what, do you have, what do you have, Hopper? He should have called him a fucking carpetbagging Yankee. They would have oh loved that shit. They would have. They would have popped. Because they were yeah. popping. I mean, he's he just said the South will rise again for the 600th time and smoke him out. Right. People went crazy. <laughs> he said the South will rise again next week. <laughs> uh, Doc, what do you have? I like the fact that it was like, with Hillbill who's this hillbilly punk? Like, Bedlam doesn't even know who he is. I like that. <laughs> God bless him. It was good. What's with All his right. hair? I, I, it's just something he's to be got stupid, that I think. He's got that one little spot. Yeah, I yeah. think it's just... It, you know what he looks like with that, Doc, from World Class? Uh, the Mongol. That's right. That's... The Mongol had that same same deal going. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, they used to describe it in World Class as some type of... That was the hairdo of their culture. I don't know. But that's what he what he's got going on. All right. We go to Les Thatcher's personality profile this week, uh, which is going to be with the Rock and Roll Express, the current Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Champs. Uh, first, they do replay Candido calling Morton a pervert and telling Morton to stop kissing their girl. And uh, Then they show the match with Morton and Primetime Brian Lee from last week. That Primetime Brian Lee won by DQ and Gibson being attacked after the match. Uh, this is followed by the profile, which I will air right here. Back with Ricky and Robert, the Rock and Roll Express, and guys, we've seen the tape. They wanted you in a single match, they got you in a single match, then they tried to make it a team, and so now we're ready to roll with that. Well, you see, Les, there's nothing in this world I could do 
about Brian Lee and Chris Candido jumping on the Rock and Roll Express. But you found, they found out that's a lot we could do to get them off. You see, Brian Lee, you can come out here and tell the whole world how big and bad you are. But one thing about it is, you know, some things that make a sparrow fly can make an eagle fall. And that's what? just what the Rock and Roll Express is all about. We don't care about your big reputation. We don't care about your tainted fish out on the floor. We've been through it all with Jimmy Cornette for the last 10 years. And you see the heavenly bodies are not around here. So it looks like we have to do the same thing to you two guys. But one thing about it is, Tammy Fitch, we're going to have to prove to you what a real man is all about. And Rock and Roll's been known to do that a bunch of times. They're more, worried more than about, one way. They're worried about somebody kissing Tammy, but they better be worried about Ricky and Robert when it comes two on two in a tag match. Well, that's right. Because you see, we are the Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions. And one thing about Robert and myself, we don't put these belts up on the shelf and let them collect dust. We will defend them right here at Smoky Mountain Wrestling every night. And that goes right along with you, Briley and Chris Candido. You see, brother, you can jump us from behind. You can do everything you want to. But you see, rock and roll, we're here to stay. We're not here to play. Thank you. Ricky and Robert. Yeah, buddy. All right, Robert. And that is our personality profile for today. <laughs> Gibson had to get Gibson. that line in at the end. He sounded like he was about to die. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect uh, personality profile for fucking Gibson. Uh, all right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking dirty. Damn, Hopper. Uh, all right, later, bro. Hopper's shooting, bro. <laughs> Good job. You did your job. Uh, okay <laughs> Doc thoughts Mord's out there talking about service and rats pal You say one thing about it to you Tammy Fitch We're going to have to prove to you what a real man is all about And we've been known to do that a bunch of times More than one way <laughs> Next time Ricky just get on the mic and say Hey let me tell you about the 20 rats Hoot and I fucked last night in the van I mean, God. <laughs> that's basically what he just said, dude. Ah, okay. Anything else, Doc? Hey, man, for all the cliches in the world, rock and roll's got scoreboard because the heavenly bodies ain't here. Um, yeah. I kind of miss them already. Are they at WWE? Yeah. Man, I miss them. I miss Jimmy Del Rey, right. to be honest with you. Well, oh, God. It's not over for them. Yeah. Well, hey, well, come on now. All right. Next match, it's Chris Hamrick and Anthony Michael versus uh, Chris Candido and Primetime Brian Lee. Uh, here, here, I got to say something, and I want to know what you guys think. Bob and Les are really stirring up the shit with the can with Candido, who's on commentary, even though this is a tag match. <laughs> Candido's at literally at the table the whole time. They're asking Bob and Les are asking Candido who the boss of their team is. They're trying to stir the shit between Candido and primetime Brian Lee. And I thought we talk about how good Candido is. I thought Candido, his response to them, I don't think it was rehearsed, which it makes it even better. Candido says, come on guys, really? That's just unfair. Um, and his reply was, who's the boss of the rock and roll? Who's their leader? Does it matter? And I, that just, to me, was into the mind of Chris Candido and how good he really is when he said that to them. Because they didn't have a response. Uh, Primetime actually wins the match as Candido's just chilling at the commentary table by himself with a knee drop off the top rope on a hamrick. Harper, what did you have from this? Anything? 
Well, this was supposed to be a tag team match, right? And then he was like, nah, it, it, it technically was. It was, but Candido went to the commentary table and just chilled out the whole time. Yeah. Um. So, Why, yeah, it it was, but he, he got on the commentary table and just started talking shit. But uh, what were you about to say? Is it because he's just says, fuck it, you can do this shit on your own? It's That's great heel it. psychology. It's like, I don't have to get involved. Yeah. I liked it from that point of view, Doc. He's just like, no, I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> Anything else, Hopper? Nah. Doc, what you got? Tammy looked great out there, pal. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really like Candido being in the booth, man. He, he, he's supposed to be, he's not doing anything he's supposed to be doing. (laughs) That's heel work. I just think it was great, man. He's at that commentary table and, you know, you got two, he's dealing with two professionals there and he just going back and forth with him. He ain't missing a spot. And the whole time, like you said, he's supposed to be in a match and he's chilling. It was just great. All right, so after that, they then go to a promo. Tammy, Candido, Primetime, Brian Lee. And um, let's go to that right now. Here it is. It's Candido and Brian Lee. Well, again, you left him up there to do it all by himself. Brian, I just want to tell you, I knew you could take care of those guys by yourself. That's why I was out here with Bob the whole time, and I was telling him and everybody out there about all the new moves you've been teaching me, yeah. how you've had me traded. Hold on. I'm <laughs> no, you hold on. Step back, little man. I don't mean to call you little man, but you know what I'm saying. You're my partner. All you got to do is stand back, keep your ears open, your oh, eyes yeah. open, get oh, your yeah. pen and pad, and primetime will lead you down yeah. that golden oh, path, yeah, baby. Right. I'll tell you what, Chris Candido and primetime Brian Lee, we can't be stopped. Tammy Fitch is our brains, Bob Collar. We're going all the way the top tag team champion. Rock and Roll Express, I want to tell you something and you listen good. The team of Brian Lee and Chris Candida are coming at you strong and they're not going to stop until they have the belt. So guys, you better take a picture of those pretty belts around your waist because you're not going to have them for long. And then when they're through with you, the only thing you'll be kissing is their fists and the bottom of their souls. Let's go guys. Ooh, fans, there it is from Miss Tammy Fitch, primetime Brian Lee, Chris Candido. Don't go away. We'll be back with more right after we take this time out. Somebody's yawning. Uh, Doc, what do you have in that promo right there? Man, I just, it's weird because it's like they're already teasing that dissension. I wonder where this is going to go. Yeah, it's a quick tease. And what Doc's talking about is you don't see it, but... When primetime starts talking, Candido is behind him making the crazy signal that right. primetime's a crazy son of a gun and don't listen to him. Uh, kind of like what they did to Ron Wright when they were behind Ron Wright making mm-hmm. the gestures. Kind of same thing. But uh, they are teasing it early. I mean, these guys haven't been together three weeks, and it's like, oh, there's there's trouble in paradise already. Um, what else you got, Doc? That's about it, actually. I just—they're both arguing about who's trading, teaching who new moves. Hopper, do you have anything? Yeah, I liked it when uh, when Candino's in the booth, uh, Tom. How he's teaching them all kinds of new moves, and then when he's with Brian Lee, he's like, "Yeah, man, all those new moves uh, you've been teaching me." Dude, he was. Lying. Yeah. 
<laughs> he didn't say nothing about moves. He's he's talking about everything else but that. And then he's mm-hmm. like, I know you had it, Brian. I know you had it under control, and I was letting you do your thing. And uh, while you were doing your thing, I, I was on commentary praising how you had been teaching me all these new moves yeah. and giving me a lot of guidance. <laughs> yeah, that was good. All right. So that to keep things along, there's another West Town in Knoxville plug uh, where uh, plenty of Red Bastard kids were were uh, concepted or conceived. Uh, we got the Mummy, Prince Karis, versus Dirty uh, White Boy for the Smoking Wrestling Heavyweight title. And um, I don't know, to be honest with you. I can't remember. Um, but I will say this. Did you all hear Les at one point in the match where he said he thinks Van Horn is eating the mushrooms in his grass rather than cutting yeah. the grass? <laughs> yes. That's a nice little line from Les. Got to give him credit there. Uh, the only thing I had from this is at the end, Van Horn tries to get involved, but Van Horn gets gets hit by the Dirty White Boy. Then the mummy tries to hit Dirty White Boy with his loaded arm, and Dirty White Boy then uses the mummy's own arm and somehow hits right. the mummy in the head what with What the it. fuck? Right. Dirty white boy pins the mummy out of pins the mummy, and then out of nowhere, Kendo the samurai comes out. Yes, and with the help of the mummy and green mist being sprayed in the dirty white boy's eyes, the mummy and Kendo the samurai attack dirty white boy. The rock and roll hit the ring to chase off the heels. Uh, and Kendo the samurai, played by our favorite county commissioner, just so everyone knows. Doc, I'm sorry, Harper, your thoughts first about Kendo and all that you finished there at the end. Wouldn't it be great instead of that fucking ninja sword? He had a fucking fax machine that he hit him with. <laughs> Doc, you want to reply to Hopper on that one? I just thought his dumbass would come out there and do the natural bridge and give it all. <laughs> Wait, you're joking, but what if he did that? Right. I'm. Something I'm. He would do just to let people know, hey, it's me. I'm still here. I'm joking, but I'm not joking, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? He rolls up somebody. It's like, and Jim's and Cornette sees it on the monitor in the back. He's like, God damn, what the I can see fuck, Jim in the back boy? on a headset, just take his headset off and just toss it up in the air like, what the fuck? Imagine him think- shooting a promo, trying to have like an Asian accent. <laughs> maybe you should maybe you should give us a maybe it should be like your version of Gomer Pyle being Asian. People Jeez. really like your Gomer right. Pyle. That's God, bro. Just think of that. Just Tim, garbage. Tim Porter doing a fake fucking Asian accent, stumbling Hopper. all over the fucking place. Hopper, give us a Gomer Pyle reaction in your Gomer Pyle voice to Tim Horner. Oh, I'm sorry, Kendo Nagasaki hitting the natural bridge, and if and if your girl were Powell watching it, damn, they, they got some little Chinese guy running around here. He's got this green green mist you're spraying. That's the great Muda, huh? That's the great Muda. That's him. That ain't him. Damn, damn. I thought that was. <laughs> going to make me give that the government cheese award man all right so i have some thoughts here that can we can further the discussion um do you less admit in the middle of the match that they were actually just making fun of the mummy yeah it's just (laughs) the mummy needs to just just 
go back into his tomb and just and be gone. So I've got a hypothetical here. When Dutch left, my opinion is they should have tried Daryl Van Horn on commentary. Yes. Oh that my might God, have been, that would have been beautiful. It might have been too much. Doc, write that down or remember it. Put it in your phone for when next time we talk to Cornette, because he's going to come on the show again. He said he would. We need to ask him that. Hey, did you ever consider, and if you didn't, do you wish you would have considered putting him in the booth with Bob Cottle? He might have been afraid of what 40 minutes on the mic would <laughs> That's true. That's I mean, true. Because James Mitchell is a dirty bastard. Zero fucks. He, he gave zero fucks, which made him great. But that would have been great to hear. I just or or any did he consider anyone else another heel that he could have put in there? So I wow. think I do think this is the end of the mummy, but I can't be sure. Well, good. He's he's their shock master, man. Bruh. It's Rick, worse. Just write the checks and shut the fuck up. I mean, it's just it's the the sad reality is that we're six months into this. God, Jesus Christ! I mean, yeah, you don't think about it because we do this all the time. Did, but this so started wait. in October. So I got a question: Who spit the mist? The Great Buddha. I Shazam! I thought, Shazam! But I thought he had a mask over his entire face. So how did it? Did it come through the the holes in the sock on his head or what? <laughs> he just blew really fucking hard because he's great at blowing. <laughs> Boy, boy, you got a panty on your head. (laughs) You don't know that. Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. I did see that. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Son, son, you got a panty on your head. All right. Um, Yeah, yeah, so mist, man. Dirty white boy sold the shit out at mist. Well, it's uh, not hard to sell. The mummy got hit with his own arm, and he's gone. Yeah. And I think that, that shit. Up the, the mummy in a nutshell. Yeah. You notice it was less powdery this time? Well, I, I could eat Dirty White Boy back there when they're rapping him going, look, <laughs> I don't want to breathe that shit. Leave it alone. Well, you you were talking about, what did you say? Did you less, hear, less, less insult- talking about getting wrapped up? He's like, I wouldn't like getting wrapped up in all that. I'm like, dude, kayfabe, brother. Well, He's a 3,000-year-old mummy. You you said Les was kind of making fun of it. Remember when Dutch and Bob went, went on, when the powder came out when the when that like he came back like a month ago and and there was like powder everywhere. He looks like Bob he needs Cotter, to be vacuumed. Yeah. Bob Cotter goes, <laughs> I don't know. Dutch looks like he needs to be vacuumed or something. <laughs> I thought that was great. So yeah, they're just. They, you gotta think they were just tired of that shit too, because it was just. How do you talk through that through commentary? Like Harper, you 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 do color commentary for for Wildcat. Yeah. A gimmick this stupid. How do you even put it over? You would just start shitting on it. I know how you are. Yeah. <laughs> how do you call Luke Hawks matches? Oh Boy. God. God. And then Luke's in his earpiece too when he's calling the match. That's what's. Tell funny. That, t- he's going. Tell him how great I am. Tell him how great Dude. I am. Dude. Harper. Familiar, dog. Big effing arms. Big arms. Huge effing arms. Harper, how bad is Luke in the headset when y'all are doing commentary? Uh, he's not there. Oh, he doesn't do it? I thought he was back in the day. He does sometimes. I mean, half the time, <laughs> he's not even there. All right. Um, We're professionals, damn it. That's good. I'm glad you're not listening to him. He doesn't know it all. 
<laughs> I'm not saying that shit because I know you ain't listening. I just, but I hope it gets back to him. I'm just fucking around. But uh, okay, any other thoughts on Kendo and the Mummy and Dirty White Boy Harper? Nah. Yeah, I, I don't either. It's just. How long does this last? Too the long. Kendo thing. Kendo? Yeah. Too long. Yeah, he's get used to him for a while. Does he talk? No, huh? I don't remember. No, the gold, the the useful part of Tim Horner's career in Smoky Mountain is done. Okay, because he could be like, do you remember when when they had the fucking redneck Asian guy in WWE? Jimmy Wang Yang. Yeah, that would be. That's what he would sound like. <laughs> Jimmy Wang Yang. <laughs> We're joking, but imagine. Imagine Horner convincing Cornette to let him cut a promo. It's that would Kendo be the great. Samurai, and and Horner can't Ching do chong, it. Chong, 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 and all of a sudden, <laughs> and all of a sudden, he just starts talking in that Morristown, Tennessee accent. And people are like, like, "What the shit?" He's like, he, he's, he's like, well, you know, if you get tired of being on top, I'll, I'll, I'll get on top of you. Where the I'll, fuck fl- you I'll flip the buffet table around and I'll hop on. Yeah. Chicken chow mein. Did you see that meme on the Facebook group, Hopper? No. Where a dude is showing his son how to grill, and he tells the son, oh, when, when, oh, that's the red side. Uh, when that thing starts bleeding, turn it over. That's <laughs> nice. Go no. to the brown, brown side. Wow. God. That sounds good. What is wrong with you people? The savages over there, dude. Jesus. You didn't see that, Hopper? I forget who I posted don't think it. So. That's oh my friend. God. It was terrible. <laughs> Someone posted uh my mirrors pull out, but I don't from like a, a back of a dually yeah, truck. See that. Yeah. Good God. Uh I wish I could find the one with the the fucking grill though that shit was just so dirty i don't want to know anything that you just complete assholes are doing over there so go ahead and plug it you're mad no i don't i I am above it why do you get so upset at stuff like that i'm really not because it's done in my name my name is attached to this filth and i don't appreciate it really yeah it's a meme. It says, you see, son, grilling a good steak is a lot like your mom. Once it starts bleeding, it's time to flip her over to the brown side. God. He knows You're he pr- wants to laugh at that. No, I don't. You're proud of that. Wow. <laughs> bruh, bruh, I didn't post it. I'm just telling you it's there, okay? Don't get mad at me. But you, you get- are the person. But you're the person responsible for creating the page to set up the atmosphere for these hooligans to to do their thing, bro. I ain't gonna lie. That page is off the chain. There is so I'm- much. There's so much shit that goes. It's like it's like it's like worse than tasteless gentlemen, Doc. Yeah, it really is. They got it's pulled tough. off Facebook, pal. Did they, they did again. Yeah. Wow. What? That's the second or third time they canceled that page right. got pulled for yeah. for just being like just vulgar and rude. Uh, That's gonna happen. Right, so, to I'm gonna report y'all. That's what I'm gonna do. Well, gonna evidently, them. I've gotten messages from multiple people. Somebody is reporting individual pictures in the group. 
Because people who, keep asking. I don't know. What a that, motherfucker. I keep, there, I, we can I draw money messages, with that angle right there. I get messages and they go, who reported me? I'm like, uh, what are you talking about? So like, evidently people are posting memes there and there's somebody in a group reporting the memes. What a I bitch. can't. Anybody a, in the group right I mean, now? I'm just so you know, this, but if you're gonna jump, if you're gonna, if you're gonna lift up the velvet rope and come on inside, be a man about it. Yeah, real, well, don't be a bitch. I, the thing is, I need to clarify: in the group, if someone reports a photo and they report it to Facebook, I'm not saying they report it to the admins. They're not reporting it to the admins, which would be me and Mike Crockett. They're reporting it to Facebook. So Facebook gets it. I can't see who's who's reporting it. Well, I got people asking me who's reporting. I, I don't know. I mean, it's going to Facebook. They're the ones pulling it, not not me. I, you, you guys, on, you guys figure this out on your own time. I got a shit brewing. I need to go take. Let's get wrap this up. All right. Well, we got to go to Dow Van Horn. Before we do so, I want to remind everyone: please become a patron. Go to tinyurl.com/slash/patreonbtt to get access to the world-class shows, the other shows that we all do. Over eighty-plus patron-only episodes are exclusively there at tinyurl.com/slash/patreonbtt. Uh, we got a Daryl Van Horn promo coming up next, and it is how the show basically closes out. Let's hear what Van Horn has to say. It's rather quick. Horn over here at ringside. Yeah, I, that's, that's a Tony White blow. boy. Do you see exactly what happened? I told you if you screwed with the Van Horn organization, you would pry, pay a serious price. Tony White boy, I should, I should be upset over the fact that you pulled off some bit of chicanery and got through Prince Karras. But Kendo the Samurai is a man you have to worry about now. Your days in Smoky Mountain as a champion are through. Kendo the Samurai. He's a renaissance man. He is the beginning of the end for you. You can't see anymore, dirty white boy. Yeah, Ricky Martin, get out there. He's blind just like your old man. Everybody, you've seen it. <laughs> All right, fans, there you see uh, the dirty white boy still being helped in the ring next week. Tracy Smothers will take on Bruiser Bredlam right here. More action next week. And until then, so long for now. Van Horn told Dirty White Boy he is blind like Ricky Morton's old man. As uh, the the scene there was Dirty White Boy's rolling around in the ring. They're trying to wipe the green mist from his eyes. But Doc, what did you have from this? That mist don't wash out, dude. It's a special no, exotic Oriental blend. I hope yeah, he's not really, blind. He's blind. Me too. Hey man, I, hope he's not blind. I like how Dirty. I like how in one afternoon Daryl Van Horn said, "You know what? This mummy thing wasn't a great idea. I've seen the future." And it's Horner Saki. (laughs) Okay. They should do a Uh, blindfold match. Sure, why not? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Hopper, any thoughts from uh, that promo? Not really, no. Okay. Uh, Okay, so we need to do some disability checks and rate this thing. Uh, Before we do so... Use the Amazon referral link. Christmas season is upon us. Go to tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Give it to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces in your life as well. Since uh, they may do a lot of the shopping, give it to them. Tell them to use it. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Great way to support the show. Um, okay, disability check time. I don't know. Yeah, uh-huh. no, huh? It's kind of hard. We're in a transition period. Yeah, not bad. Macho was on it though. 
I don't know. I'm going to say what I've been saying, man. I'm going to give it an eight. I just think they're we're kind of yeah. in that period. I, I enjoyed it. It's not terrible. My, that macho video was hilarious. Bo, a fucking bullet Bob going, ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that popped us all. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I can give it an eight. What you giving it, Doc? 7.7. Okay. Harper, what about you? I give it an eight. Eight. All right. So yeah. we got an 8.0, 7.7, and an 8. Uh, Doc, yeah. I went first on the disability. You go first on the government cheese. Bruh, I got this, man. He got rid of the mummy. Give me Dirty White Boy. Kind of hard to disagree with that shit. Yeah. Um, do we know for a fact the mummy's gone? I don't know, but I'm going to pretend that he is, and he took a misting for it. Okay. Uh, so, God, I'm torn between... Bullet yeah, it's kind of hard, huh? Because Bullet Bob was, oh, yeah. That one line, I feel like deserves the deserves it. I'm going Bullet Bob. But who are you giving yours to, Harper? I don't know. This is just kind of, eh. Can I just keep the fucking cheese? I'm hungry. Because, mm. I mean, that was fucking, nothing really stuck out. I mean, I guess you got Bullet Bob. Like you said, and, and, and the fucking mummy is gone. Thank God. You know what? I'm going to give it to Les Thatcher for his fucking mushroom fucking comment. <laughs> that was pretty damn good. All right. So there you have it. Bullet Bob gets it. Dirty White Boy gets it. And Les Thatcher gets it. I want to mention the wrestling podcast about nothing with ROH's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They do their podcast every single Monday. Search wrestling podcast about nothing wherever you get your podcast from. Listen to them talk some old school along with some current stuff as well. And then also search Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn. Give their take on the northern side of pro wrestling's history. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but a good show nonetheless. Uh, it is time to get out of here. Five-star reviews. Follow us on Facebook. Go to Twitter. All that good stuff all those links are in the show notes doc you got anything or you got to take a shit wow he may have already done take a shit uh Harper, you got poo. anything <laughs> Harper, nope. you got anything no, all right sorry. Well, hit the tagline get us out of here fuck it bitch <laughs>